Well, coming back to our discussion about school reports and school fees, right? It is that time of the year when children are anxiously awaiting to find out whether they have passed and will progress to the next grade. However, there are still many schools who ignore the law and simply refuse to hand over the report card uh, before outstanding school fees have been paid. Now, there have been news reports that a domestic worker alleges that she was asked to pay 11,000 rand before her son's report card could be released. And as it is, her monthly salary being only 3,000 rand. Now, on the line, we welcome the CEO of the Federation of Governing Bodies of South African Schools, uh, Jaco Deacon. Uh, Good evening, Jaco. Good evening. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, You know what? Is it not illegal to withhold a pupil's report card, whether the parent or caregiver owes school fees or not? How how does this work, Yako? It's absolutely illegal because the payment of school fees is an agreement between, or actually a statutory payment, but the agreement is between the school and the parent. It's got nothing to do with the child. So when you withhold the report card of a child, you're actually punishing the child. And the child got nothing to do with the payment of school fees. So the schools acted clear on that. So that's an illegal action by the school administrators or the governing body, and they should be reported and punished accordingly. You know, does this work for all schools, Jaco? I mean, uh, we understand that the country's got you know, your your different quintiles, and then you've got Model Cs, and then you've got your your your, your private schools as well. Is this a is this a general rule across the board? Well, let me first start with the types of schools we have. We either have a public school or an independent school in terms of the definition of the schools. Actually, the independent school would be our private schools. And then our public schools is divided into the different quintiles, quintile one to three, no fee school. In other words, no payment of any school fees. And then your school fee schools. I'm specifically referring to those public schools that charge school fees. In terms of the Schools Act, they cannot without the report card. But even in an independent school, the, the agreement is between the adult and the school to provide a specific service. And we had a court case a few years ago where the court said, well, you cannot still cannot punish the child. You can still get the money through legal recourse from the parent, even in your independent school. But there, in an independent school, that's an agreement between a poor party. It's a contractual agreement, whilst the payment of school fees in a public school is a statutory payment in terms of the school's act. So that's the biggest difference between between the systems. Mm. Um, we have seen that, of course, schools claim that they are struggling, and of course, one has to, you know, yes. view that, you know, in a in a in a inappropriate light. I mean, times are difficult. Times are difficult to run a school, to to keep up with maintenance, etc. What can schools actually do to ensure that? Listen here, school fees are paid if they are dependent on it. I mean, one thing is to say, that, of mm. course, that. The, the report has to be given, but you've got to look on, side, on the side of the school as well. Yeah, indeed. I mean, bills need to be paid, and education is definitely not free. Somebody has to pay for it. But I think in a well-run school, the governing body will present the budget for the new school year to the parent body, normally towards the end of the year, where the parents will approve and adopt that budget for the budget of the new school year. Normally, your increase in school fees will be in that decision. So parents 
first of all, please go and attend the AGM meetings where you approve the budget and ask the difficult questions. Number two, a good school will make sure that you communicate properly to your parents. Inform them about the income and expenditure to school and what they, what the school will do with the money. And on a monthly basis, communicate with your clients. Send out your invoices, collect your fees. And number three, if parents cannot pay school fees, there's a statutory obligation in terms of our school school legislation that the school must inform parents who struggle to pay that they can apply for the exemption of the payment of school fees. In that case of the domestic worker, that's a typical example where the parent should have applied for the exemption, and then there's a certain formula in terms of the regulations that the school must apply, and then a parent can get exemption. Now, if the school feels we've tried hard to get the payment and there's still no payment, the Schools Act makes provision that the school can then hand over the account to to the lawyers to start a formal legal process. So summons will go out and then it's a court process uh, to, to get the money due to, owed to the school. But I think the key in any, any good school is good and open and honest uh, communication with your parent community. Hmm. Jaco, of course, one thing is the actual payment of fees or non-payment and the withholding of the report. But what we've seen also, uh, you know, in in years gone by, unsure about in, in recent times, but where you have the culture of actually shaming uh, pupils that, you know what, you're not getting your report and uh, some sort of a public statement being made that, you know, you, you, you're not going to progress to the following year because you haven't paid your, paid your fees. Uh, are still such incidences being reported? reported to, uh, to to your institution? Unfortunately, we still get those complaints, and I cannot understand why the department doesn't step in and simply start with discipline or disciplinary procedures against those principals and staff members who's involved in that. Even if the governing body members are involved in that, there are provisions in the Schools Act where the HOD, the head in the province, can actually remove those members from the SGB. And uh, I think it's important that it should happen. Uh, Those schools who are taking shortcuts, and by the way, it's a shortcut. Um, And it's an unfair shortcut because you punish the wrong person, that you're not supposed to take those shortcuts. Now, I know sometimes it's due to bad planning. Towards the end of the year, the schools and the governing bodies start to worry because the cash flow is in dire straits and they need to pay bonuses and they need to be prepared for January. But that's simply bad planning. If you do have the historic data to see the trends of your income and when you pay your expenses, you've got 12 months to plan for those, uh, those specific months where you know the cash flow will be under pressure. So there's no need then to go and do the illegal stuff just because you're under financial pressure. It's all about planning um, from from the SGB and the staff, but also better oversight from the provincial departments. Yaku, finally, let's assume, of course, I mean, you had alluded to earlier on that a parent themselves 
should be proactive by attending the meetings, questioning budgets, etc., uh, putting their cards on the table well before uh, the end of the year that, you know what, I'm indigent or this is what I earn or, or I'm having a hard time so that they mm-hmm. don't appear on this particular month, uh, you know, in the month of December, not receiving a report or a notice that your report is being withheld and go through that rigmarole. But let's say a, a parent was not active in the other 11 months. Now you've received this report here or this this news or this letter from the school that the kids report will be withheld what do you do as a parent what what is the first what is your port of call yeah, well at that stage well, i think the best advice is to approach your district office of the provincial department of education take the letter to the department and request an official to accompany you to the school to get the report card and to deal with the situation um, so I don't think there's any sense in actually engaging with the school leadership at that stage. Go through the department, let them help you to get the report card um, that's due to your child, um, and then engage. First get the report card that the, that the child is not punished in the process, and then you engage with the school and the department to make sure it doesn't happen again. But don't keep quiet about it. Report the school, report that behavior that we can... That we can stop that kind of abuse in the system. Yako Deacon, thank you so much for joining us on radio this evening with that discussion. Have a good evening ahead of you, Yako. Thank you. You too. Thanks for having me. Goodbye. The CEO of the Federation of Governing Bodies of South African Schools, Yako Deacon. What could possibly be done if you receive that um, letter that the uh, school report would be withheld because of uh, non-payment of fees? And this would especially apply in more of a public school, but also even in an independent school, there are some systems in place to ensure that at least what, what they call a preliminary report comes to the learner for the purposes of transfer, etc., and some that the, the parent get gets into some payment plan of sorts uh, with the school itself 